Hey everybody, your girl is back. This is my first episode of 2021, so I feel like I could say Happy New Year. Um, to all my faithful listeners, I appreciate you guys more than you know. To my new listeners, welcome. And I hope that you do enjoy these episodes. And um, yeah, it's been it's been a minute. A lot has happened since my last episode. Um in general, I would say like mid holidays, like Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, all that stuff. Um, I just been uh working and just trying to trying to get my life together. Like I feel like I'm always trying to get my life together because it's like, you know, nobody's perfect, nobody has it all together. So but after all the procrastinating and the putting off and the waiting, here I am to God be the glory. So let's just get right to it. So today I just want to talk about um, just some things that I feel like Holy Spirit has been sharing with me or maybe in something that I heard that just kind of stuck out uh, to me and I kind of wanted to expound upon it and pray upon it. So I'm just going to share those things with you because I feel like if it's something that, you know, I may be dealing with and I know I can't be the only one or if it's something that um, really resonate with me, I'm sure it may resonate with somebody else. And so, yeah. So the first thing that um, I realized about myself is that in 2021, I cannot um, get to where I need to be or get to where God has for me without a mentor. And I think that is so important for a lot of us. Like we need to have mentors. And I I say that because I feel like God revealed it to me because I realized about myself, I that's one thing that I very, I've been closed off to for the longest. I feel like people let you down. So I don't open up to people to even get close to even want to mentor me. And it's so crazy because when I said that, um, somebody, uh, that I look up to a lot. Yeah. She's like, yeah, I I felt you with your elbow out, you know, trying to keep me at bay when she was trying to come in and things like that. But I believe that mentorship is something that is very important, but, it's not something to be taken lightly. Like you can't, I don't, I don't think that you should see somebody that, you know, oh, you just like what they do or they're doing something you want to do. And you don't just go and say, Hey, can you be my mentor? I believe that is something that definitely, um, you should allow Holy Spirit to lead you. in. I, I believe that Holy Spirit should lead you in anything in life. Um, so definitely with, uh, who you allow to, you know, be over you to have, you know, to be under their covering, you know, you definitely want to be praying about it and making sure that it's something that's God-led. Or like me in the past, you will get let down because I feel like I was just going off of, you know, oh, I see how they operate with this person, so maybe they can do that for me. And that's not who um, those were the certain people that God had lined up for me. So um, one of the relate mentor relationships I looked up in the Bible was Elijah, Elijah and Elisha. And it began in second Kings 19 and 19. I'm not, I'm just kind of paraphrasing, but, um, when, you know, Elijah was preparing, he needed a successor and God sent him for Elisha and Elisha was just minding his business. Um, I believe he was wealthy and he was just, um, minding his, I think it was oxen. Um, I believe and uh, Elijah came and put his cloak around him. And so in that time, the cloak 
was something, you know, it was high value because, you know, if you, it could have been um, a place for you to lay on, you lay on the ground, uh, you're covering, um, just a lot of different things you can use it for, for him, for him to put his cloak on him, that kind of like the symbol, like, hey, you know, like you the one, come on, and so um, he, Elijah, slayed his animals and fed them to the people, kind of like, that was like, you know, no not a point of no return, but like, I, I can't go back to this life. Like, I don't have any animals. I just slaughtered them and fed them to the people. Now I'm going to go with you. So if you're doing what you're, you know, doing what you're supposed to be doing, like Elijah was doing, then your mentor will find you. And that's kind of uh, where I'm at right now. Like just doing the things that God has me to do. And he will send me to people because I got to a point where I was like, you know, well, I just don't want nobody. And then I almost missed out because like I said, I was at a point where I was pushing people pushing people away. And also I believe that mentorship needs to be a God led thing because you don't want somebody who doesn't want to mentor you past the level that they're at. Um, that's another thing about Elijah and Elisha. Um, when God was getting ready to take Elijah up, you know, he asked before he left, he asked him like, you know, what can I do for you? And, and Elisha asked, you know, I want, uh, a double inheritance. Like I want to do double the miracles you did. And, you know, if you had the wrong person, they could be like, oh no, you know, you can be as good as me, but you're not going to be better than me, so to speak. So, um, definitely we want mentorship to be a, a God led thing, but, um, yeah, I I just realized it was just time for me to open myself up um and pretty much let the people that God had for me um mentor me in the way that, you know, in the different areas of my life. It could be um and being a wife or being a mother or um some of the things in my purpose that I'm trying to pursue. So yeah. And so the next thing was um it's so important for us, especially in uh these times that we're living in, to know what season you're in. Um, Ecclesiastes 3 and 1 says, There is a time for everything in every season, for every activity under heaven. Did I read that right? There is a time for everything and a season for every activity under the sun. Sorry, I read that wrong the first time. So, yes, we have to know what season that we're in. I say that because sometimes, you know, you can be in a season of rest where God doesn't want you doing a lot of things. You know, he wants you maybe focusing on your family um, or, you know, focusing on taking care of you. You know, um, you can be in a season of fasting. Um, you can finish one fast and then God may call you into another. Um, and that could, you know, that very well be because God may need you to build up your spirit, man, because there may be something that you're getting ready to go through. And if you know your flesh is so strong and you get to this point, you haven't been fasting, you know, and you're not built up in the spirit the way you should be. Who knows what, what, what can happen in that, um, trial or, whatever situation is that you go through. And I feel like fasting is, um, even if you're not in a season of fasting, fasting should be something that should be done. Um, not just at the beginning of the year, like I know most people do, um, because fasting is another thing that helps us to hear from God and not, um, be confused. Um, Isaiah, uh, 58 and nine says, then when you call, the Lord will answer. Yes, here I am. He will quickly reply. Sometimes we're in life, you know, and it just seems like we're just waiting on God. Like we, we can't hear from him. And that's because um, it could be because our like spiritual ears are clogged because we're not, we you just letting our flesh take over. We're watching whatever we want to watch on TV. We're eating whatever we want. Like, there's no 
point out like we're just denying ourselves and and drawing closer to God. And so let me not stick on fast. Let me get back to knowing your seasons. But yes, it's just knowing where what what God wants you to do in this moment. Um, I know I told y'all a while ago. Um, I'm a second grade teacher now, and so one of the things we were just uh learning about in science was the seasons. So um, I was teaching them about you know in winter. Um, animals hibernate because, you know, they can't go get food and things like that. But in the fall is when they prepare for the winter. Like they have to store up their food and things like that. So if you are, you know, you're not aware of your seasons, you could be sleeping when you're supposed to be storing up the food, you know, or, you know, vice versa or things like that. It's like even in the summer, like you can't go um skin in the summer because there's not gonna be no snow it's hot outside so just like you know we have to know you know what we're gonna put on activities we're gonna plan the different seasons that's outside like we need to know what season we're in so we can be prepared um i remember when um one time i heard someone say it's like with christians like you're either going through something just got out of something or getting ready to go into something so um it's just so important to keep your ear um, tune to the Lord so he, you can be doing what he's telling you to do in your particular season. And one other thing I will add to that is you have to operate off the word that God gave you. Um, I saw a clip it a clip, clip it, a clip of a sermon, um, where the pastor was just saying how, um, pretty much he, okay. So he was talking about how when Eve bit the apple, nothing happened. But then when Adam bit it, that's when sin fell upon man and it was like you know he was saying how adam probably looked at eve and said well she bit the apple and nothing happened and then when he bit it and so he was saying like you know well eve didn't have the word that god had so it's just kind of like us like you you know you saying well everybody else doing it so it must not be bad like no you have to operate off of what god told you to do so something that may not be a sin for somebody else may be a sin for you i know and that's kind of off topic but yes know your seasons that you're in and then the next thing um, that I wanted to talk about was it's so important to know your gifts and flow in them. First um, Peter 4.10 says, as each has received a gift, use it to serve one another as good stewards of God's very grace. And so um, I think gifts go with purpose because a lot of people will say, you know, I don't know my purpose. Well, what are your gifts? Um, we, with, uh, the women's group in my church, we were reading Believe Bigger by Mar Marshawn Evans. I think it's Daniels, Marshawn Evans Daniels. And so she has a chapter where she's talking about, uh, gifts, but she, she breaks it down to where, um, she's saying how, you know, sometimes we're doing things because we, we want to do them, but they're not necessarily our gifts or our talents. And so she even goes as far as to breaking down the difference between talents and gifts. But first she, before all that, she taught, she has a potential pyramid. And so at the bottom is, uh, ineptness. And those are the things that, you know, they bring strain, stress, exhaustion and frustration so those may be things that you're doing but you don't get you're not getting any joy from them they just they're pretty much draining you and then she said there's the averageness so average like you can do it but you're not great at it. it's like oh yeah like it's it's just okay um and those things can um also be exhausting too because it's not you know you're doing them but are you doing them as well as you know you could have could could be so you know those aren't your talents. And then she said the next level, those are your talents. And those don't 
you know, always bring the equal fulfillment and the significance that your gifts do. And so then she said, your gifts, those are the things that just come with ease. They bring joy, um, their fulfillment. But the gifts, they're when you're thinking about gifts, they're more so things that are for other people. God gives your gifts to you, but they're to bless other people. And um, another thing she just talked about is just um, breaking down like gifts. Gifts is your glory zone, like bringing God glory. But then the talents is like your comfort zone, like you're comfortable doing it. Um, your talent may be something that you learn to do, but your gift is something that you're called to do. Um, talent may be you trying to do something. Your gift is like you're teaching, do, teaching. like something you're just so good at. You just teach other people how to do it. It just comes so natural. Like, oh, how you do that? I've been trying to do that. And you just flow through it. Like that is your gift. Um, a talent can be task driven while a testimony, um, I'm sorry, a talent can be task driven and the gifts can be testimony driven. And then success is more so success, safety and success. And then your gift is like significance. Is something of importance. So yeah, so just knowing those things that God put on the inside of you that you flow freely in, but then is the things you flow you flow freely in, but is is blessing other people. Like I've been told, like I have a gift of hospitality. Like I love um having people at my house and you know just having little things. Not nothing. Well, not now because of of the pandemic, but before like. Um, just welcoming people in, making them feel comfortable, things like that. And it's, people can talk about like, oh, you got this and this and this. And I'm like, that wasn't nothing. Like, you know, it's not a strain on me. It's not, you know, overwhelming. It's just something that I like to do. So that's one of my gifts, you know, and it blesses other people, um, in ways that I, you know, think is something so small. And so the next thing, um, that I want to talk about, I actually heard this, um months ago but I really like it it was brought back to my remembrance and I just really wanted to keep it with me so I heard one of my pastors say this during our one of our Bible study and he said anything that seems impossible is a trick of the enemy and so that came back to me because I remember one day um I was getting ready for work and I don't know, I was running late and then I, I just had all these thoughts come to my mind and I just broke down crying. And my husband was like, what's wrong with you? I was like, I can't do this. I was like, I, I can't do this. I was, it wasn't life. It was just like thinking about going to work. And like, I think I was like, it was like these pre-thoughts of being overwhelmed. I'm already running late, things like that. Cause it's like when you're a teacher, when you late, it's like, I, you know, the students lined up outside the door, and, you know, everybody looking at you crazy versus being late to um, my office job that I once had. Like, you just come in, sit down, ain't, you know, nothing. But anyway, I just was feeling, like, overwhelmed, like, I, and I wasn't, I felt like I wasn't doing it right or something. And so I had to remember, I had to tell myself that, like, anything that seems impossible is a trick of the enemy. And so Matthew nineteen twenty six says, Jesus looked at them intently and said, humanly speaking, it is impossible. What with God, everything is possible. And so I realized, I was like, you know, God, I have to give this to you. Like I stopped trying to say, I got to do this. I got to do this. I got to do that. And start saying, God, what do you want me to do? What will you have me do first? Like if you'd rather me close this laptop and not do lesson plans right now, 
then that's what I'm going to do. Or even as I'm in the classroom teaching, like I literally have to ask God, okay, what do what do you want me to do next? Like I don't care um who you know come in, what coach, what principal come in and observe like I have to do do it how you say do it or I'm going to find myself overwhelmed um burnt out stressed out you know ready just to just to quit so it wasn't that it was impossible it's like I wasn't I didn't surrender it to God and let him have his way and let him lead me and and so I let the enemy get in my mind just have me think like you know what are you doing you don't know what you're doing why are you doing this you know all this other stuff I think I even remember because I was supposed to um I was already running late and I was supposed to drop my son off to school and he um my husband had already put him in the car and I'm like trying to get last minute stuff out the door and I remember I looked out um and my son sitting in the garage and it was like, you know, he just sitting in the car by himself and you ain't even ready to go. And da, 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 da. And I realized one of the things that the enemy uh, uses to get into my mind is stuff about my son. So I have to like just open my mouth and just renounce that and not let those thoughts sit and and take take root. So, yes, so anything like so I just go back to say anything that seems impossible is a trick of the enemy, so I just will say, look at it, is it something that you submitted to God? are you letting him have his way? If you did once before, have you tried to pick it back up and do it your way again um you know is the is I don't know well, I'm not gonna say I don't know, I do know that you need to let God have his way, and if it's seeming impossible, you know you need to pray on it and you know, let God course correct you. And so the last thing, um, was just, it's important to just do self checks. And when I say self checks, it's just like, um, check your emotions. Like when you have like these uncertain feelings and things like that, like, see, where's that coming from? Like what, what caused it? What can you do to fix it? Um, I give an example, um, for myself, I um have a friend and I just remember I I just looked up one day I was like what happened to us like we kind of we kind of fell off and for the longest I was just like yeah you know not saying like she, thinking she was acting fun I was just like oh well you know we just outgrew each other whatever and so really um it took me like thinking back like okay when did this start you know what happened and I was reminded of you know I had some issues going on with myself um, just some insecurities that kind of like caused me to make excuses like, um, you know, girl, I ain't gonna be able to make it this time and da, 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 da. And instead of being open, cause I, I realized that's nothing I realized. Like I didn't like having those uncomfortable conversations. So I would just avoid them. And so instead of me being open and honest with this friend, I just kind of uncut. Is it unconsciously or subconsciously? I don't know. I'm sorry, y'all. I unknown in my mind, pushed her away and so now I'm looking I'm like you know trying to figure out what happened so then I had to realize it was me and so that's what I mean when you do those self-checks like you need to go back and figure out like what's causing this emotion like what what this situation like it happened from somewhere and a lot of times we may be thinking it's something that somebody else did when it's us that we did we did something unknowingly and um I really had to just come to myself, like come to grips and reach out and say, Hey, you know, I apologize. Like this is what I was going through and this is what happened. You know, I'm trying to give it to y'all without saying too many details, but I had to own my stuff. You know, it was me that um, you know, 
just acting funny, acting funny because of my own stuff that I was dealing with instead of, you know, being open and talking about it. And so um, Hebrews 12 and 11 says, no discipline is enjoyable, excuse me, while it's happening. It's painful, but afterwards there will be a peaceful harvest of right living for those who are trained in this way. So you got to have that discipline. Like you can't, you know, the timeouts for brushing stuff, brushing stuff off or just letting, you know, piling up under the rug or whatever it is that we like to do. We have to really be honest with ourselves. And if it's our fault, you know, say, say it's your fault on, on your stuff. Um, I'll give another example. I realized like the it seemed and I think that's maybe another reason why I had been on a podcast because I realized like I love the holidays, but it seemed like the holidays is a stressful part of time of the year for me. And I really had to sit down before uh before the new year came and I was like, What what is this? I don't like this feeling. What is going on? And so just really doing soul searching, just thinking back like on the different things that happened, uh, and I realized like I was causing a lot of stress on myself. Like I had this mentality, like, you know, I have a wife, I have a wife, Lord, I rebuke that. I have a husband and I have a son. It's like, I have my own little family and I just, it had my mind, like I, everything has to be perfect. So I remember Thanksgiving, um, I made sure we all had these matching outfits. Like we're going to take a picture and I'm going to post it. And we're, you know, we just like a perfect little family. And it didn't happen like that. You know, my son, he didn't want to take a nap when he's during his nap time. Well, he did get up. Like, he just, you know, was fussy, cranky, all sort of stuff. My husband just wasn't in the mood. And so I, I began to say, like, well, we're supposed to take a picture, you know, da 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 blah, blah, blah. Like, I just put all these, you know, stupid expectations on myself or um, thinking that I have to do things and it's just bringing me down and so that was thanksgiving then christmas i think uh christmas eve i was saying how you know how we was gonna you know watch a christmas movie and then we're gonna um make we're not gonna do christmas because we're gonna make rice krispie treats and all that sort of stuff thinking like oh yeah this is this is for my son we're making mirrors and i had to sit down like my son is only two he don't even care about this stuff like i'm just working myself up out of nowhere uh, for stuff that you know doesn't even really matter in a sense so yeah long story short yeah I put all that stuff on myself and I had to realize like it's me and you know I'm aggravating people around me because my husband trying to figure ask me what's wrong and I was like nothing I'm fine and you know all this other stuff and but you know yeah so do yourself check like if you know sit back and and you know go get to the root cause of stuff. And I think that's why, um, side note, I think that's why therapy is so, um, important because if you don't have that scale, I think that's one of the good things that therapists do. It's like they take you back and get you back to, you know, the root cause of things. Holy Spirit can do the same thing, but I not, you know, not knocking therapy because I definitely, um, am looking for a therapist myself, but yeah, just, don't let don't always think it's somebody else sometimes it's you and you need to check you so yeah so that's it i'm so glad um to be back um i do i all as always i thank you guys for listening um hopefully something that i said helped um or not even something that's helped just something that you can you know think about and you may need it later on who knows i don't know I'm just being obedient and getting on here and uh, sharing my heart with you guys. So 
Thank you guys for listening. I love you guys, and I will talk to you on the next episode. Thank you guys again so much for listening. Really quick, I just want to ask for two simple favors. If you could, if you have the time, please leave me a rating and or a comment on Apple Podcasts. And also follow me on Instagram at one dope Jesus girl. I will be posting more. And that's it. Thanks again.